listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy this program, please consider subscribing to our podcast for just $5 a month at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Tuesdays, it's the precursor to the I Love Lucy show, starring Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband. This episode originally aired on April 1st of 1949, and it's called, what else? April Fool's Day. Yes, it's the new gay family series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper. Two people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Coopers tonight, George hasn't returned home from work, and Liz is in the kitchen talking to Katie, the maid. You know what day this is, Katie? Yes, Mrs. Cooper, it's Friday. Yes, but it's also April Fool's Day, and I just thought I'd warn you that I put an exploding cigarette in that package in the living room. Well, why warn me? Do you think I snip cigarettes out of your living room? Oh, why, no, Katie, but I noticed that you're smoking, and I just didn't know... I it. might not make much here, Mrs. Cooper, but I can still buy my own cigarettes. <laughs> I don't shoot the petty things like stealing them. I'm sorry, Katie. It's just that you have a cigarette in your mouth, and I wanted to be sure you didn't get the exploding one. I accept your apology. <laughs> Cooper, help me find my upper plate. Ah! Oh, there's one joke gone bluey. Well, this trick won't miss. Mm. Well, what are you doing, mm. Mrs. Cooper? Mm. Kissing the handkerchief? Yeah, I want to smear it all up good with lipstick and slip it in George's pocket. I don't get it. Don't you see? I'll make some excuse and get him to take out his handkerchief, and then I'll just step back and let him try to explain the lipstick on it. Oh, Mrs. Cooper, that's an awful thing to do to anybody. Yeah, it's a dirty, sneaky thing to do, and I'm glad I thought of it. <laughs> How are you going to plant it on him? You're going to help me. Now, when he comes in, I'll stop him in the hall, and you reach out to the kitchen door and put the handkerchief in his overcoat pocket. Oh, I feel like one of those, uh, what do they call pickpockets? A regular drip. <laughs> that's dip. Now, get ready, Katie. You'll be home any minute. Here's the handkerchief. Mr. Anderson, a chocolate moth. 
Oh, hi, Mr. Cooper. Hello, Felix. How's the drugstore business tonight? Oh, business is fine, Mr. Cooper. Everybody's sick. <laughs> what can I do for you? Well, uh, I want to play an April Fool joke on my wife, and I was wondering if you sell any of those uh, novelty gags? <laughs> like a glass of dribbles or, or itching potter or candy with soap in it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't have any. <laughs> Too bad. Hey, why don't you try Miller's? They got some swell-loaded cigars. Well, that'd be fine, Felix, but Liz gave up cigars for Lent. <laughs> oh. Well, you might try the trick I played on my fiancée, Imogene. We're engaged. Uh, I gathered that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I told her I'd lost my job and didn't have any money. <laughs> this is a joke. Did she fall for it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> she gave me my ring back. <laughs> You know, that's a good idea, Felix. I'll tell Liz I lost my job at the bank. <laughs> yeah. Do you think she'll give you your ring back? No, no, that's too much to hope for. <laughs> but it'll be a lot of fun. Oh, here comes George now, Katie. Don't forget the handkerchief. That you, George? Yes, dear. It's me. I'm home. Why, oh, George, what's the matter? You look sick. Are you ill? No, Liz. I... You got hit by a car. No, honey. You were robbed. No, darling. You've been poisoned? No, I... Well, don't just stand there like a lump of putty. Tell me what happened. Liz, I lost my job. Oh, is that all? Is that all? Oh, George, what's a job as long as it isn't your health? If you'd broken your leg or something, it would be... You lost your job! (laughs) Oh, why couldn't you just have broken your leg? How did it happen? They fired me, Liz. I foreclosed my last widow. They're already scraping my name off the door. I can't believe it. Yes, when I left, it was already down to George Coop. <laughs> but, George, you've been with the bank ten years. I know. Everybody felt terrible about it. There wasn't a dry eye in the place. Well, I should hope not. It even caused a run on the bank. It did? Yes, they were all crying so hard people thought the bank had failed. <laughs> George, why did they fire you? Well, the bank examiner discovered I'd done something wrong. George, you don't mean that you... Yes, Liz, I put new points in the bank pen. (laughs) What? April Fool! You mean you didn't lose your job? Oh, of course not. Boy, did you fall for that. (laughs) George Cooper, that was a dirty trick. But you're not mad, are you, Liz? I sort of half expected you to play an April Fool's trick on me. Me? I wouldn't stoop to such a low trick. <laughs> Mr. Cooper, can I see you a minute? I'll be right there, Katie. George, uh, give me your handkerchief a minute, will you? Uh, well, wait, I take my overcoat off. No, don't take your coat off yet. Well, why not? It's warm in here. Oh, well, then why don't you take out your handkerchief and mop your brow? Liz, do you feel well? I feel fine. Matter of fact, I, I feel like playing a game. What game? Drop the handkerchief. I think you've blown your top lid. George, kiss me. Yeah, do you mind if I take my coat off first? No, kiss me right now. Liz, if you're driving at something, I want to... <laughs> now I've got to take my coat off. Oh, look, I got lipstick on you. Give me your handkerchief, darling. No, never mind. I'll take it off for the cleaning. Oh, give me your handkerchief. There's one sticking out of your coat pocket. Well, that's funny. I never carry handkerchiefs, eh? Let's have it. I don't know how this got in my... Uh Uh-oh, that's not a handkerchief. Let me see it. It's uh, not a handkerchief. 
What is it? Uh, my shirt tail. I, I have a hole in my pocket. <laughs> How can you hold it behind your back like that? It isn't easy. <laughs> Let me see that, George. Why, it is a handkerchief. And it's got lipstick on it. Uh, no, it hasn't, Liz. Honest, it, it, that's not lipstick. Then what is it? Well, it, it, the truth is I had a nosebleed today. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, that's it. I had a nosebleed. Your blood type seems to be tangy. <laughs> Well, I might as well tell you the truth. Don't strain yourself. Mrs. Cooper, come here a minute, will you? Just a minute, Katie. Well, George, have you thought of a good truth yet? Yes. I mean, uh, this is the way it happened. Uh, you know Miss Johnson, that homely old maid secretary down at the bank? Yes. Hmm. Well, I accidentally bumped into her and some of her lipstick got on my cheek. She doesn't even come up to your shoulder. What was she doing, walking on stilts? <laughs> You don't really expect me to believe that, do you? All right. I'll tell you the truth. I haven't the slightest idea where that lipstick came from. You think what you want to. I don't care to discuss it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? April Fool! <laughs> what are you talking about? That's my lipstick. I put some of it on your handkerchief and I planted it on you. <laughs> well, you didn't fool me. I knew it all the time. Oh, sure. Oh, George, you are so funny. Now we're even. Oh, husbands are so silly. They have such guilty consciences. Don't you know I'd trust you, George, no matter how bad things look? Oh, thank you, darling. Mrs. Cooper. Oh, I forgot. Come in, Katie. I'll be right back, darling. What do you want, Katie? It's about your April Fool joke, Mrs. Cooper. <laughs> oh, it worked beautifully. You should have seen George's face. You mean you've already done it? Yes, why? Well, how could you? I didn't put the hat. Katie! <laughs> what are you trying to tell me? Well, he didn't stand close enough to the door. I couldn't fit the handkerchief in his pocket. Oh, no, Katie. I've still got it. Here it is. What are you doing, honey? Come on into the living room and talk to me, baby. Don't baby me, you monster. All right, George. How did the lipstick get on that other handkerchief? I don't know. I thought you said you trusted me, Liz. I did, and look what happened. <laughs> I thought it was a scream when I had one handkerchief with lipstick on it. Two of them ought to give you a real laugh. You should be ashamed of yourself, George Cooper. Look, Liz, I've been framed. <laughs> Outside of this house, I don't know what a kiss is. Scientists don't know what electricity is either, but they know how to use it. Stop. I thought you were the one who wasn't jealous. I'm not. I merely had a healthy curiosity. Well, for the last time, I don't know where that lipstick came from. Ha! <laughs> Look, I'm getting fed up. Do you believe me or not? All right, George. All right. I believe you. And that's the last time we'll hear of it? Yes, George. Good. Now, let's go to bed. All right. George? What? Who wants it? George, wake up. Hmm? What's the matter? Was it the blonde cashier at the bank? Oh, Liz, this is the third time you've waked me up. Now cut it out. Was it Anita Allen, Elaine Abbott, Dora Allberg, the A1 Cleaning Company? No, couldn't be them. Where are you getting those names? Out of the phone book. I'm going to find out who it was if I have to go through the whole book. I'll go to sleep. All right, Cooper, start talking. What are you doing? 
Don't shine that bright light in my face. This is a third degree. Now, start talking. Who was it? Now, stop it, Liz. You, you've been pestering me all night. Now, will you please let me get some sleep? Well, all right, George. I won't ask you any more tonight. Thank you. Good night. Oh, no, that isn't the alarm, is it? Yes, and now that it's morning, George, who was it? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, George. George, wake up. I tell you, I don't know where the lipstick came from. What are you talking about, George? You went to sleep right at your desk. Huh? Oh. Oh, hi, George. Uh, I didn't get any sleep last night. Liz found a handkerchief in my pocket with lipstick on it. Oh, George, you sly devil, you. <laughs> I have no idea where it came from. Hey, George, George, this is Joe, not Liz. I'm telling you the truth. Oh, it's a shame. Shame? <laughs> yeah. As long as you got arrested, it's too bad you didn't get to enjoy the crime. Very fun. Oh, don't worry, George. Uncle Joe's got a great idea. I'll call Liz and tell her I planted the handkerchief on you for an April Fool's joke. Now you're talking sense. And it's all settled. I'll call right after you get home tonight, and the minute she hangs up, she'll fall into your arms. Good. Oh, don't say, I almost forgot what I came in here for. Atterbury wants to see you in his office. Yeah, oh, all right. Uh, don't forget to call tonight. I won't. Did you uh, send for me, Mr. Atterbury? Yes, yes. Come in, George boy. Understand you had a little uh, trouble at home last night. Well, uh, yes, but how'd you hear about it? Uh, well, <laughs> things get around. <laughs> oh, you devil, you. Oh, not you, too. I have no idea who put that lipstick on my handkerchief. Oh, of course not. Who was she, boy? <laughs> Listen, I said I don't know. But if I find a moron who put that handkerchief in my pocket, I'll punch him right in the nose. Oh, I don't think you would. Not much I wouldn't. Well, here's my nose. Start punching. Are you the moron? I mean, did you do it? <laughs> April Fool! <laughs> oh, it worked better than I thought. Well, I should say it did. Liz is furious with Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> she kept me up all night, quizzing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, frankly, Mr. Atterbury, I don't think it was funny. If you want to see me on business, I'll be in my office. Oh, Goodbye. No. Don't go away, mad boy. Well, that poor guy. I ought to do something to straighten it out for him. Mrs. Cooper, you can't stay out here in the kitchen all night. I'm very happy reading this book. I don't care to sit in the same room with you-know-who until he explains how that you-know-what got into his you-know-where. You mean you're going to stay here until what's-his-name explains about what-you-ma-call-it? Yes. And don't worry about me. I'm not the least bit upset. And I'm enjoying this book. Do you always hold the book upside down when you read it? What? Oh, well, I wish I did know where that hanky came from. I'll get it. Hello. Hello, Liz. This is Joe Ridgely. Oh, hello, Joe. Do you want to speak to George? Hey, well, gosh, I don't know if I dare. I, I, 
I hope I haven't caused him any trouble. What do you mean? Well, yesterday was April Fool's, and I put a handkerchief in his pocket with a lot of lipstick on it. You did? Yeah. And then I forgot to go ahead with the trick, and he went home before I remembered. You weren't mad, were you? Me? Mad? Oh, Joe. Well, some women would have blown their top. Joe, what kind of a wife do you think I am? (laughs) I did see it, and George said he didn't know where it came from, and that was the end of it. Yeah? Sure. Well, I I just thought I'd call in case anything went wrong. Well, thanks for calling, Joe. George? Yes, Liz? That was Joe Ridgely on the phone. Oh, now do you believe I didn't know where that handkerchief came from? How did you know what he told me? (laughs) I was listening to your end of the conversation, and I put two and two together. Oh. Well, George, I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right, Liz. I understand. I guess I was just a mean, jealous, nagging wife. Yes, you were. Well, you don't have to agree with me. Now, honey, now, don't start crying. Do you forgive me? Well, I I guess so. Kiss me, George. I promise never to be jealous again. Scout's honor. Honey, you just don't appreciate me. I'm as trustworthy and loyal as an old dog. <laughs> George? What? <laughs> Let me sit on your lap, dog. <laughs> oh, darn it. I'll get it. Whoa. Hello. Is that you, Liz, girl? Oh, hello, Miss Atterbury. How are you? Fine, girl. Fine. But I have some explaining to do to you. To me? Yes. Yes, about a little April Fool joke I played on George. Oh, you too. <laughs> I just heard about another one that was played on him. What did you do? Uh, I slipped a handkerchief with lipstick on it in George's pocket. Liz, are you there? I'm here, all right. Didn't you notice anything unusual when you put the handkerchief in George's pocket? Like what? Like finding you were shaking hands with Joe Ridgely? I I don't know what you mean. I just wanted to be sure you understood, Liz. Oh, I understand perfectly. Oh, then everything is all right. Everything is just ginger peachy. Good. Joe Ridgely said he put the handkerchief in your pocket. Now Mr. Atterbury comes up with the same story. Which story do you want me to believe? Well, now, Liz. Which friend has the phony? <laughs> I can explain. Mr. Atterbury was telling the truth, and Joe was just doing me a favor. Cut! <laughs> being jealous again. You're darn right I am. Well, what about that scout's honor? Shake hands with the next brownie. <laughs> Liz, I've told you the truth. If you don't believe me, I'll treat you like the child that you are and put you over my knee. You wouldn't dare. Oh, what the... Come on. What oh, you my knee. I won't let you... Oh! 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 <laughs> uh, you're just crying because I hurt your pride. And that isn't all. <laughs> Gee, that hurts. I never got spanked that much when I was little. Well, when you were little, there wasn't that much to spank. other women. Then you beat me, and now you say I'm a big, fat cow. I'm a big, fat cow. See? You admit it. (laughs) Well, George, if that's the way you're going to act, there isn't room for both of us under this roof. I'm leaving. George, I said I'm leaving. Goodbye. (laughs) Now, don't you try and stop me. Who's stopping you? I'm going to leave right now. (laughs) 
Well, I'm leaving. Okay, okay. I really am leaving. Goodbye. For the last time, I'm leaving. I said goodbye. Goodbye. Next time, I'm going out the door. Go ahead. Oh, you heartless beast. Just for that, I'm leaving. Goodbye. Go ahead. Give me another one. And this time, make it a double. I'm going to drown my sorrows. But, Mrs. Cooper, that's your third lemon coke. I know, Felix. I don't care what happens to me. Felix, men are beasts. <laughs> yeah, I guess we are. And George Cooper's the biggest beast of all. Well, I always thought he was a great guy. To you, yes. But to me, he's cruel and nasty. You is. And I've left him forever. She is. Do you know what he did, Felix? He beat me. She is. I had a feeling you'd say that. Liz, there you are. Gee whiz, I've been looking all over for you. Don't speak to her, you cad. What? Liz, I didn't think you were serious about leaving. Come on home. Felix, will you tell Mr. Cooper I'm not speaking to him? She's not speaking to you. Oh, look, Liz. Throw me, please. (laughs) Well, tell her I apologize, and I'd like her to come home with me. He apologizes, and he'd like you to come home with him. I'm not going home to a white beater. He's not going home to a white beater. Oh, for heaven's sake. Oh, for heaven's sake. Tell Mr. Cooper he's wasting his time. You're wasting your time. I am not. He is not. I refuse to continue this exchange of banalities, and I will consider it a favor if he will remove his person from this vicinity. I refuse to... You care for a moment, Mr. Cooper? Now, Liz, cut out this nonsense. Now, Liz, cut out this nonsense. You keep out of this, Felix. You keep out of this, Felix. Oh. Tell Mr. Cooper that I... Why, George Cooper, how are you? Hello, Charlie. Hey, I'm glad I ran into you. I've got your overcoat. What? Yeah. I picked it up by mistake at lunch yesterday. You must have mine. Here's yours. Oh, thanks. Let me see that. Oh, George, it is your coat. I hope you didn't look in the pockets of my coat. I had a heavy date the night before. <laughs> George, if, if this is true, what about those other stories, Mr. Atterbury's and Ridgley's? Oh, they were just friends trying to help me out. Oh, George, I'm awfully sorry. Well, you should be. I'll bring your coat down to the bank tomorrow, Charlie. Uh, oh, all right, George. Oh, give me a coke, son. George, will you will you take me with you, please? Well, yeah. all right. Oh, thanks, George. You're so wonderful. Gee <laughs> I'm sure glad they made up. They're swell people, aren't they? I don't know. I never saw them before. <laughs> Search me. He stopped me on the street outside, handed me the coat, gave me ten bucks to come in and say that. My favorite. 
husband has been presented through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. I used to like April Fool's pranks as a kid. However, by fourth grade, I got in a lot of trouble by participating in one. Now, my part was innocent enough. I put dried beans on the teacher's chair. Others wrote on the walls with lipstick. It was the lipstick that got us all in trouble. So I don't participate them in anymore. But I sure did enjoy some of the ones Google used to put up. Better yet, ThinkGeek would post April Fool gadgets on their website. And my favorite was the wireless extension cords. Next week is the first week of Season 6 of I Love Old Time Radio. And I'll be talking about what Tuesday is going to look like throughout the duration of Season 6. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Spotify, Apple, or Google. We're also on Stitcher, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio, or by listening right from our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy our program, please make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so by visiting iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. Tomorrow we join Private Eye, George Valentine, and Let George Do It, and join us again next Tuesday for a new episode of My Favorite Husband. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off. <laughs>